All right. Fight him. Bite him. Bite him. Bite him and then fight him. Fight him, bite him, light him on fire. Light him on fire. <laughs> light him. <laughs> bite him, fight him, and light him. The essence of Midsommar, <laughs> like, in a nutshell. Yeah, that's like yeah. a five-second a five second summary of, of Midsommar, which is arguably, I would say, a little bit better than Hereditary. That's where the oh, road diverges. Oh. Yeah, because I love Hereditary. A road split into, mm. what is it, into the, the two roads two roads diverged diverge. in a wood. And I took, I took the one, one less, less traveled or whatever. Less traveled. Something like that. Yeah, something like that. I don't listen. High school Robert was 10 years Frost. ago. Robert Frost. Come on, bro. That was 10 years ago, my guy. I don't I don't even know what I did. Did you see that TikTok where it was like one time we were discussing our favorite poets in English class and some girl said Walt Whitman and I laughed out loud because I didn't realize that Walt Whitman and um, Walter White from Breaking Bad were different <laughs> people. <laughs> I was like, that's so real. That's, she's me. <laughs> oh man. Which speaking of yeah. television for a moment, have you watched you? Yes, I just season? finished it. Okay. Okay. I still have like two episodes left. Okay. But what do we think so far? How do I we have feel? some qualms. Oh, what are your qualms? Just because a lot of the storyline mm-hmm. is it just it's so easily like it's too easy, I should say. Mm. Everything happens in such a pattern that you're like, ah, that, that, like that's not how life happens. Mm-hmm. And so I just kind of feel like um, I have to suspend my beliefs in order to like genuinely get into the storyline. Because it used to be a little bit more believable. Like I feel like in yeah. the first season, like him stalking Beck was like genuinely Visceral creepy. And mm-hmm. real. Yeah, you really felt 100%. like this could happen to me. Yeah. And then as the storyline continued throughout the seasons, I feel like I've had to, yeah, suspend my disbelief. Yeah, it's it's a little bit like less relatable exactly. now because we have like all these rich fancy people. Mm-hmm. And I'm like they're kind of engaging, but at the same time I'm like I don't And I feel like they're trying to be too them. much Gen Z like humor. There's he a... said, not my circus, not my monkeys. I said, shut the fuck up. Shut the my, fuck up. My favorite part is when he's like, I'm a good person. Why does this keep happening to me? <laughs> me. Like, bro. Snooki on Jersey Shore when she's getting re- arrested. Uh, yeah, I'm a good person. <laughs> Why is this happening to me? Yeah, that's that's, so that's literally Joe and it's kind of hilarious. I can't wait for you to finish it because... Okay, I don't. I just to... got to the the part where they're at like that big fancy castle yes. for like the weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm okay. like halfway through that. Okay, cool. they were about to go like on on the hunt, like in the mm, in the woods gotcha. with like dogs and yeah. guns and shit. Gotcha. Yeah, but it, it's good so with far. Rauled. Yeah, Rauled. but what's his name? Um, Penn Badgley looks so hot. Oh, he's so fine. Filthy, and I love he's that been you... fine since um, John Tucker must die. He was. He was the brother. He was John's brother, and he like first of all, look nothing alike. So that was an interesting suspending disbelief (laughs) (laughs) um but no he was in he was like and he had his long curly hair back then but he would look like probably 17 18 that's how he looked in um did you see that movie the stepfather it was like he was holy shit i forgot about that movie it's a good movie it is a good movie like it was what 2007 2006 probably Probably, but it's it's still holds up honestly it's like p2 did you see p2 about the parking the parking garage this girl she's like working late at this office uh-huh. and it's like christmas so there's like a snowstorm oh, she gets fucking like locked in the <gasps> she gets locked in the parking garage and there's oh, somebody no. there's somebody else like in the parking garage oh, like, no. with her yeah no. that, that's a you, we should watch that sometime that's, that's so funny there's this australian horror movie that my brother and i used to watch all the time called um 
I'll get back to it because uh, I can't remember it. Because, but it was literally like Saw before Saw was a thing. And they're all stuck in like a parking garage. And there's like a little robot that comes and like plays games on them. And I just remember this one like kill scene where he like has um a wire and he wraps it around the guy and like pulls it <gasps> and he cuts his ankles off. Oh! The- uh, <laughs> it's like the fucking Achilles heel of in House Hustle? of Wax. In Hostel too. Oh. oh my god. That was the worst. You're free to go. Snip. Snip. Ah! Jesus. I broke my Achilles tendon once. I remember you telling me that and I remember the visceral reaction I had. Like, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's I've I've broken a lot of a lot of shit, man. A lot a lot of things not set right in this in this here vessel, but you know, I'm still hot. I was literally gonna say, <laughs> but you're beautiful. I'm still hot. People still want to smash. One hundred percent. If you're out there, my phone number is nine oh nine. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we don't want to triangulate our location, but uh, well, the nine oh nine area is a, a big one. I feel that's true. And like the area we're in now is a different that's true. area code as well. I think. Anyway, anyways, enough about us. Enough about us and our trauma. And movies. I had a chicken slider for lunch. Oh. Yeah. It was that. it was really small. Was my only complaint. This shit like fit in the palm of my hand. Oh, that's I was kind like, of adorable. I was like, damn, they really weren't kidding when they said slider. <laughs> y'all couldn't y'all y'all couldn't help a girl out. <laughs> y'all couldn't spring for like a, a full bun. No, not literally. like a Hawaiian roll. I mean, which was it was. A, I love a Hawaiian. It was roll, great. But they're too small. They're too small to be enjoyable. They're just kind of like a, a gimmick. I need like four. Yeah. Hawa- mm-hmm. Like a like a square of four Hawaiian rolls yeah. cut out. So 100%. I can, yeah, because it was it was too small. That's my only complaint. But anyway, okay. I so welcome. Welcome to on a grassy no. On a grassy no. <laughs> no. No. Okay. <laughs> grassy nor. I don't know. I know. Okay. Yeah, we're back, guys. We're back. It is a day. A day. It is a Friday. It's a Friday. Specifically, we can tell you that much. Yeah. We can't give too much away, though. Exactly. We got to keep things hush hush. Hush hush. Hush as the. Is it the Marias or the Marias? Because I've heard it pronounced. Marias. The Marias. That's what I thought. Marias. Like, that's what I thought, but someone was like, it's the Marias. I was like, are you sure? Marias got a fucking H on the end. Oh, that's like, like, nah, dog. I'm never going to let anybody guess like no. me ever again. Marias. Marias. <laughs> Okay. And, and yeah, say it like that with, okay. the, with the accent. Marias. The Marias. Okay. Um, I think you're first today. I'm first. Yes. Let's go. Let's go. Let me let me have a sip of this delicious cherry, cherry Moscow, Moscow mule, mule, courtesy of of our barkeep Bailey. I'm the sexless innkeeper. There's some some gentle ice rattling sounds for you guys. I when I listen back to us doing it for. The hydro flask, I did not like it. I was no. like, oh. <laughs> no, yeah, it, it sounds better in a, a cup. A, glass, a small yeah. cup. Okay. Mm. All right. So, what are you going to tell me about today? Uh, today, my sweet summer flower. Oh. I am taking you on a journey okay. to the motherland. <gasps> I'm so excited. we going to Mexico, baby. <laughs> That was perfect. You're welcome. Wow. Um, yeah, so we don't get sued for copyright infringement. <laughs> so you're welcome. Exactly I can bust that shit out acapella when I'm here. All right. So like, yeah. Is this pitch perfect? <laughs> is this pitch perfect? Anna Kendrick, is that you? <laughs> Fucking Do, the Anna Kendrick. <laughs> Do the cup song. Do the cup song. Oh, oh that gave me more high school flashbacks oh my to like art class. Oh, the sound of no, that reminds cups. me of yearbook because I like remember we had like miscellaneous cups and stuff, and like we were just busted out on a fucking. I just remember that one random like Robin Hood hat that I used to wear around all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it was literally I just got flashbacks. 
I got Vietnam flashbacks. No idea where that shit came from, but it had the bright red feather, and mm-hmm. I just used to wear that shit like in the that. middle of in the middle of class. That's camp. That's the definition of camp. I think that's why I like berets now. And Probably you look so good in a beret. Thank you. I I'm trying never. to bring it back. My I'm an advocate for the never. beret. <laughs> you just need to get the right one. Yeah, okay. you just need to get the right one. Anyway. I can pull off that hat. Those like trucker hats, which is rare because I cannot fucking wear a trucker no. hat to save my life. Okay. I looked like a twelve-year-old boy wearing his dad's clothes. I mean, I look like that most of the time, but still, like, I, I can't, I can't let people see me like that. I said that, but fuckable. That, but fuckable. Exactly. I was going to say something really No, yeah. No, you, you picked up on it. Let's just, let's just continue on. Let's just go. We're going to Cabo or wherever the park. Well, not, not as nice as Cabo, actually. We're going to Mexico City. Mexico City. We're going straight, straight to the source. Okay. The, the source of where I was originated, kind of. My mom's from Mexico City. So, uh, yeah, we're going to Mexico. Uh, specifically, okay. we are going to the forest of Chapultepec. Ooh, yeah. Which uh, is not just a forest, but it's actually one of the largest parks in Mexico City. Oh, shit. And it's like, I think, number 50 or 60 on the largest parks um, in the world. Oh, like largest city like parks in the world. accessible? Yes. Oh, okay, cool. It's literally like smack dab in the middle of the city. Like oh. multiple highways will take you to it. Um, it's it's ginormous. I've only ever been like once, uh-huh. but just kind of like on the outer part. I never actually went in. Right. But uh, my brother was born in Mexico. Okay. So him and my mom used to go to Chapultepec on the weekends. Because oh. there's a zoo, there's a museum, there's a castle, there's all a kinds castle. of shit. There's a, a legitimate castle. That's yeah. so cool. Okay. So let me, let me set the scene for okay. y'all. Um, yes, the forest of Chapultepec in Mexico, um, measures at 1,695 acres, Okay, which I was like, that's, that's large. And I tried to find like other parks in mm. like California to compare it to, but, um, I, I think I did the largest park on Google uh-huh. and, uh, it's actually Death Valley National Park, but oh, that's shit. like 6,000 acres. Jesus so Christ. I couldn't find anything quite isn't comparable. That, like, just like kind of a desert. <laughs> yeah. It's literally like empty, empty nothingness with yeah. like a road in the middle. Yeah. No gas stations. I remember no, my friend Alyssa no was nothing. like, yeah, me and my, the guy that she was dating, um, we decided to go to Death Valley and I was like, for what? <laughs> like, why? For, why? <laughs> for literally why? I wonder if they, I hope they went to see the, what do they call it? Like racetrack? beach or something where the rocks like supposedly move like in the sand and they leave like they leave really long like tracks like they've been dragged through the sand interesting yeah that's a that's something we should cover sometimes because the experts say it's like oh it's the winds like winds can get really intense right there but i'm like these are big ass rocks like a wind could not fucking move a boulder i'm sorry yeah like especially like 20 30 feet like some of these move like they move they move really far holy shit but anyway I i digress i digress um, so yeah, we're going to Chapultepec. Okay. Um, it's a very large park, like I said, 1,695 right. acres. Okay. So um, it's split up into four sections. Um, the first section is the oldest and the most visited part of the forest. Okay. Um, this contains Chapultepec Castle, which was built in the colonial period, and it actually used to be like the official home for like heads of state, oh. so kind of like the White House. Oh, okay. Um, up until 1940, when Los Pinos, which is like the new compound, uh-huh. um, where the president lives, until that was built. Oh, okay. But now it just exists as like a cultural nice. landmark, uh, which is really cool. That'd be fun to visit. I know it looks really, really cool. It looks like a legitimate like if somebody asks you to draw a castle uh, like and a you drew like castle. the little like you know little, little pointy spikes like spires and, yeah. and shit and like the little flag that's like oh, triangle. Wow. Shaped. Yeah, they got the whole bit. Um, and it also houses the Museum of Anthropology. Okay. And the Chapultepec Zoo. 
which is where my brother and my mom used to go. Oh, wow. And they used to have a, like a, a theme park as well, like oh. next to the zoo. It was like really a whole, a whole, a whole thing. thing. A whole um, thing. Yeah. From what I heard, it used to be a lot nicer and like okay. more well-maintained uh-huh. than it is now, but it has gone through some like renovations and gotcha. stuff in the last couple of years. Um, so yeah, the first section is the biggest and the most visited. And then the second section was opened in 1964. And that's mostly just like a, like actual park space. Like people bike, people hike, gotcha. people do yoga, people do like karate classes. There's all kinds of shit. I know that was kind of weird. I was like, oh, karate like karate class. is, it's a yoga and karate classes. I was like, I guess I, I hope didn't it's a, expect that. I hope it's like karate and yoga, like yeah. at the same time. Right. So it's like a mix. Interesting. That would be um, like a good that'd fun, be fun like fusion class. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's high intensity. Mm-hmm. CrossFit could never. Lots of cardio. Lots of cardio. Fuck CrossFit. Fuck a CrossFit. Um, in section two of the park, there's also a mural painted by the artist Diego Rivera. Okay. We may know was uh, married to Frida Kahlo, yeah. and he is, I believe, on the. I want to say it's the 100 peso bill in Mexico. Really? So he's on one bill, and then Frida Kahlo is on another bill. Ooh. Um. Yeah. So he painted a mural that's near a fountain containing the image of the god Tlaloc, who was an Aztec god, uh, the Aztec god of rain, and he's also a deity of earthly fertility and water. Gotcha. Uh, The third section was officially opened in 1974. And it is the least visited and the least developed of all the areas of the park. Um, Since it's mostly trees, wildlife, and kind of like treacherous, uh, hilly areas and things like that. But How many times can I say gotcha in a row? Um, Drinking game. One more. (laughs) (laughs) One more, I think, at least. One more. Um, But enough about the layout of the park. Right. First, let's get into a little history. Okay. I got some some historical facts for you. Historical facts. Before we get into our humble paranormal tip. Um, so the first people to inhabit Chapultepec were the Toltec people. Okay. Um, and they were around from the year 950 to 1150 CE. What the fuck does that mean? So like, like common era, I'm assuming. So Um, like after the, or after the common, after the common era. Cause you know, it's like BCE. It's like before Christ. Supposedly. And then like CE is like. It's like it's like AD and AD BC and then CE. Well, I think the 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 new term is um like they don't use AD anymore. Oh, it's BCE and CE. Oh. Yeah, before the common era and after and like common oh, era. Oh, is that to like get rid of like the Christianity? the yeah, yeah gotcha. to get rid of the okay. Christian vibes. It's a little more inclusive. I love that. Um. So yeah, the Toltecs were the first people to inhabit the forest, which actually sits on top of a hill. And they named this area Grasshopper Hill uh, because there was a really big rock formation in the center of the of the woods. And later, um, the Nahuatl language, um, which is spoken, or it actually is a group of languages uh, spoken by the Utso Aztecan family of languages. Okay. Um, and there's 1.7 million Nahuatl people living in central Mexico. Oh, wow. So they're like kind of they're majority indigenous people, gotcha. basically. Um, and eventually they changed, they used the Nahuatl word Chapoltepec, which means at the grasshopper hill. Oh, oh, that's cute. So, um, meet me at the grasshopper hill. Meet me at grasshopper hill. It's cute, right? Um, and unbelievably, archaeologists have actually found remains of Toltec altars at the top of the hill. Ooh. Like, there's stuff that goes all the way back to like the year like 1200, the year Holy 1400. Crap. Like, yeah, this place is, it's literally ancient as fuck. <laughs> So um, when the area was overtaken by the Aztecs, um, they saw the hill as a sacred and strategic site uh, where they would deposit the ashes of their rulers. Mm. Um, and they would also be able to use fresh water from the springs that ran through there to uh, transport to the capital city of Tenochtitlan, which okay. ended up becoming Mexico City. 
Um, over time, the area kind of changed and it wasn't just like common ground anymore. Um, it became like a retreat used for religious and hmm. um, religious and like ruling elites. Okay. So like the higher up classes ended up using that park, of course. Um, the first palace was built um, by the ruler Nezahualcoyol. Okay. In the year, you're saying a lot of words that I don't understand. They're really, they're <laughs> they just look so beautiful. When I you, like, no, I love that out. you say it. Like, thank you. It's gorgeous. Thank you. But I, I'm just I, like you say it. I'm like, mm -hmm. yes, I know what that means. That, 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 well, that that guy's a person. Okay. Uh, he was an emperor, and he built the first palace in 1420. Ooh, okay. okay. So a long time ago, and then we're gonna hop a little bit forward. Uh, in 1530, Emperor Charles V of Austria actually, because Austria had some sort of business in Mexico. Well, they probably didn't, but they made it their business, uh -huh. you know? Invaded, you know, pillaged, conquered, whatever. Pillaged, uh, raped, all kinds raped, of stuff, yeah. you know. Um, so he declared the forest property of Mexico City and had it open to the public. So everybody could access it now. And over the years, sections of the park have been closed uh, multiple times due to pest troubles. Uh, they had a really serious like tree rot issue for mm. a while. And uh, the lakes in the area had a lot of scum and like you know, nasty hmm. things in there. Yeah. So it's been closed in sections for a couple years and they've sense. been remodeling like it. Like any old area. Like any old big yeah. park. Um, and now, uh, for the most part, it's considered by most people the lungs of Mexico City. Really? Because it does sit really in like the center of the city and Aww. it just provides like a lot of clean air for the surrounding That's areas, cool. which is really nice. And Mexico fucking needs clean air because the air smells like gasoline really? everywhere you go. It's like a defining feature. Yeah. Oh, you get used to it after a while, but it's it's a little weird at first. <gasps> we have a guest. Hi, Bilbo. We have a guest, guys. Bilbo's here. Bilbo's anyway. not here. I only opened the door slightly so we can oh. get a little air in. Oh. <laughs> so he's just going to look at us. Oh, yeah. He's just watching. He's listening, though, intently. Um. Okay. So remember the four sections of the park mm -hmm. I told you about? The first one has the castle. The second one is, like, empty. Or no, second one has, like, the, the recreation stuff? area. Yeah. And then the third one is pretty empty. Um, so our story is going to take place in the third section. Okay. So the most heavily wooded okay, and the least developed area. Hold on. So you said the third section? Yes. We're going to the third section of the park. Okay. Uh, once again, the most heavily wooded and the most That's never a good thing. Secluded. I mean, you know, environmentally speaking, yes, it is. But in terms of paranormal activity, absolutely not. Yeah. Heavily wooded and least developed. Mm-mm. That, that's, no. that's a nightmare combo right there. All right. So today we are going to enter. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna say it in Spanish and then I'll say it in English. Okay. Today we are entering La Casa de la Tia Doña, Ooh. which is wait, I can I can translate that. Oh, the house of Aunt Ton Tonya. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bilingual. She queen. didn't tell me this beforehand, guys. That's just that's ninth grade Spanish class. Ninth for you. grade. <laughs> what, what was our our teacher's name? Um, Mr. De La Cruz. Shout out to Mr. De La Cruz. I think he's still there, actually. I, I want to say he was Ashley's uh, Spanish oh, teacher, which is really cute. Yeah. Anyways. Um, so, yeah, we're entering Tia Tonya's house. Okay. Um, which is located in an isolated corner of the woods, of course. Ooh. And um, it's a really bizarre multi-story complex that was uh, originally the home of a woman named uh, Tonya. Her full name was Antonia, but, you oh, know, okay. Tonya is like a, like a nickname. Kind of yeah. like Tony. Okay. You know, Antonio, Tony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it was the home of a woman named Tonya who um, married a businessman who was very wealthy. Okay. And um, unfortunately, they weren't able to have children, mm. much to their dismay. And this uh, plays into the fact that after some time, um, Tonya's husband passed away. Aww. 
So she ended up. In I was about his... to talk shit. I was like, if he leaves her, I swear to fucking God. I mean, yeah, he did. He did. He fucking did. Spiritually. You're not wrong. I mean, but still, fuck him. Because how dare he die on her? Um, so unfortunately he passed away and she ended up in this, I want to say it's like three or four stories. Like the pictures are just bizarre. Like you oh my have God, to, that's massive. you have to see this shit. It's, it's just bizarre. It's so large and it's in the middle of nowhere. There's a lot of windows and this would be on like no sleep Reddit. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I have to, I'm going to post this Abandoned so, you guys places. Can, yeah. so you guys can see it, but yeah, it's oh my God, bizarre, it's multi-story like spires and tiles and rooms made of like glass that looks like a table or a piano in that one room like weird weird creepy and shit. legitimately just surrounded by trees massive trees yeah just big big trees you can't even see a road or mm. anything like from there so she ended up living in this house in the middle of nowhere alone and as we all know loneliness yeah eats is away a bitch. yep so um the legend begins with the following okay so, being that Tonya was um, a very kind lady, she had a big heart, mm-hmm. but sadly, she had nowhere to give that love oh, because she was in the house by herself. Pets. I wonder if she had pets. I couldn't find anything about pets. No. But, kind of like pets. Um, she started taking in children off the streets. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like animals. Kind of like a pet. Our children. <laughs> children. I mean. Where are you wrong? Where's the, where's the last? I'm not wrong. And, and I ch- won't hear about and it. And I won't be shamed for it because we're a childless household. Yes. Okay. So I digress. Um, she started taking in homeless children okay. from the street. That's very sweet. Uh-huh. To keep her company. Um, other sources say that um, these, like, four little homeless kids, that they actually found their way to the house and they mm. would beg for, like, money or food at the door. Oh, interesting. So... I can't really, I can't really determine yeah. what it was, if she invited them in, like right. a vampire, or if or... she, like, or if they just kind of showed up and she, like, took a liking to them right. and started taking them in. So. Either way, she's still doing some charity. Which is, yeah, yeah. very kind. She yeah. had all that money. She was there by herself. Right. So, like, good for That'd her. That'd be so scary to live in by yourself. In the middle of the woods. Absolutely not. Houses, or a room that's, like, literally all windows. Mm-mm. No curtains. No it's curtains, getting like when a stranger calls. Remember yeah. that house oh, was all windows. Where you could see literally into everything. That house was beautiful though. The architecture. Oh my gosh. And that like little guest house shit that they had. The that guest house, really but nice. the the green room that they had with like the bridge. Oh, the plants and, like, and shit. Yeah, the it was like a little garden oh inside God, the house. So cool. That's a good movie. Also. It's a really underrated good movie. remake. Camilla Bell. Yeah. 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 She was. And what happened to her? I don't know. She kind of fell off. We should watch that movie because she was in that, and then she was in like Ten Thousand BC. That was really good. I don't know if you ever saw it. I don't think so. It was about like old time like cavemen and like mammoths and shit. It really? Was, it was cool. It was cool. It's, it's very dramatic. Huh. Um, I forget the male actor's name, but he's really hot. Really? Anyway. Interesting. Um, so. So she's here, taking in these kids. And this is where things get weird. Okay. Um, it's going to it's gonna get really, really sinister real, real quick, guys. Oh but the turning point is disputed. Interesting. So, okay. Let's hear it. We're going to go with the first theory. Okay. So, the first theory says this, that despite Tonya's charity towards the young children that she invited to her home, they were ungrateful for her care, and they were uncontrollable in their actions. So, I mean, they're homeless children. They're probably feral. Understandable. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm like, I, I kind of get it, but clearly, this woman mm. was used to a calm and quiet life. Yeah, 100%. By herself. So, some sources say that um, in order to handle living in the house, the children came together and killed the old woman in order to keep the house and the fortune that was supposedly stashed away somewhere in the house. Holy shit. So after they killed her, they put her in the attic. 
and they suppose as um allegedly went about living in the house oh my god i mean there's definitely enough room for them i mean clearly yeah this shit's like six stories high um but supposedly uh soon after they killed her and put her in the attic the children were being haunted well duh they just fucking killed someone clearly um so the haunting was so bad it drove them out of the house and supposedly it led each individual child to their death oh plot twist i wish i had more info damn it i thought you were about to tell me like each story of them dying nope i wish i did because it would have been like a little vignette final destination perfect all right okay so that was our first theory gotcha that these children all met a horrible individual demise conspired against this old woman that Uh, fucking took them in that took them in and housed them and fed them and clothed them and then they were like we're gonna kill you and put you in the attic Mm. just like these children no idea Damn it. I know. they're young kids, that's scary. In my brain. It's like the Sanford prison experiment. In like. my brain, I think of like, yeah, like small children, like mm, children of the corn, like yeah. style, kind of. Um, so yeah, that was our first theory. Uh, our second theory. Okay. Um, it kind of follows a similar basis. Okay. Um, that due to the children's um, uncontrollable um, erratic behavior, um, Tonya's patients ran out and she poisoned so. their food. Oh, <laughs> Maybe not so understandably so. <laughs> so this is this is the what this is like this chunk of the second theory. So okay. she killed the children by poisoning them, and then she threw their bodies into a nearby stream located at the base of a cliff that was near the house. Oh fuck! However, she couldn't live with the children's deaths on her conscience, and she also ate the poison food oh. and died. That's the one, and then this is kind of like the second part of that. Okay. Uh, some sources dispute this, and they claim that she actually beat the children to death. Jesus Christ! Yeah, I thought you meant dispute it as in like, oh no, this just didn't happen. No, 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 no. It, the the manner of how she killed the children was disputed. Oh. Yeah, that she beat them to death, and then uh, again threw them off the cliff, and she couldn't live with the guilt, so she threw herself off the same cliff. Oh my god! Yeah. So like, neither of these theories have like a positive ending. Which like, way would you rather both... die? Getting like poisoning yourself or jumping off a cliff? Uh, Either way, you're not guaranteed to die. Yeah, I was gonna say, if anything, probably poisoning. Because mm-hmm. if it's like the poison was in the food, you just eat enough of the food, and then I mean, what you'll, I mean, as like, because as... sometimes people have like insane yeah, reactions. I just, to I just thought about the the red wedding from Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah, I'm like, but well, what if it's Game like that? Thrones. Oh, but you know, you never seen that scene. No. So like Joffrey, the little idiot kid that mm-hmm. nobody likes, the the king, the little blonde one. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, he's getting married to somebody, and they poison him at the wedding, and he like his face turns like red and you know like when you cry a lot your uh-huh. eyes get like those little like petechial hemorrhaging mm-hmm. so his eyes like went like that and he was like <sighs> like oh, dragging himself on the floor and it was really dramatic and stuff. Oh, so you could get poisoned i was gonna say. and die like that or it's just instant and you just like foam with the mouth and interesting die. so in that case if it's just like you eat the food and then you just foam with the mouth and yeah. die i would take that because what if you get thrown off a cliff and you live yeah exactly and you're just suffering and yeah. broken at the bottom of the fucking cliff oh, in the forest fuck stay out of the forest stay out of the forest okay so understandably this paranormal legend uh resulted in thousands of much braver than i people venturing into the woods okay. to find the haunted house i'd probably do that but like with a group of people yeah and and as long as we knew where we were going yeah and god forbid we get lost that's the thing so um many paranormal investigators explorers let's call them explorers Explorers. maybe not investigators you know explorers um they end up injuring themselves in the woods uh because of the rough terrain and the dilapidated bridges that are in the woods oh that's so scary um and some people get lost entirely and they have to get helicopter out of the area holy fuck as as long as they have like service to call it 
call you know some kind of paramedics to call some kind of help exactly uh here we reach a small bump in the story though okay there are currently three abandoned houses Ooh. in the entire forest of Chapultepec. Two of them are located near a cliff at the edge of Lomas de Chapultepec, which is like hills of mm -hmm. the area. Uh -huh. um, and it's more on the outskirts, again, of that third section. Okay. Um, so the exact location of the house is still disputed to this day. One of the articles that I found uh, claims that the house sits on an unmarked street, um, or sits unmarked on a street called Joaquin Clausel, um, that's in the forest. And when you look up um, La Casa de la Tia Toña, it shows you this house that is at Joaquin Clausel Street. Oh, gotcha. So that's the house that that's we're looking at right okay. now. Mm -hmm. um, and this is uh, the house that most people believe to be the actual home where the incident happened. Um, but to be honest, there's uh, tons of internet sleuths out there that say that the house was torn down actually many years really? ago and that a new like modern mansion was built in its place. Mm. So... It's kind of disputed, like, which house it is, but... What year was this again? That's the thing. I oh, couldn't find a year also. So it could this could be, like, an actual paranormal occurrence, uh -huh. or this could be an urban legend. Yeah, okay. Because I wasn't able to find... Some of the sources that I found claimed that mm -hmm. there are records that this woman did exist, oh, and really? that she did live in a house, like, in this area of the woods. Oh, fuck. But... That's what they like. That's what the articles say. Um, like, oh yeah, the records exist that this woman. But that's it. But that's like, it. They're, they don't provide any actual anything else. Any actual evidence. I was just gonna ask just because I was like, oh, I feel like based on whatever time period it is, we could look into like the architectural styles. Mm -hmm. yeah. My brain um says like 1960s. I was gonna say it's definitely more modern. Yeah. yeah, like not not too far back to like the early 1900s, uh -huh. but also not modern enough to not be, modern like, enough 90s. to be. Yeah, yeah, because it's been it's been spread throughout the internet so much. Like and... our parents' time. Yes. yes, and it's funny. Speaking of parents, I asked my mom if she'd ever heard about this legend, really? and she actually said she hadn't. <gasps> Are you serious? Yeah. So oh, I told shit. her. I told her like a little abridged version. Yeah. She was. Oh, she was genuinely fuck. creeped out. She's like. She's like. I've been in those woods. No. She was like. What a mean lady. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like. Yes. Yeah, if that's what happened, that's, that's a very mean lady, mom. You're right. Unless they killed her. Unless they killed her. We don't then know. What mean children and fuck what them kids. Children. Fuck them kids. Which should be just the moral of the, <laughs> moral of the whole of the thing. Story. Fuck them kids. Don't fucking be nice people. You know yeah. what I mean? Anyway, enough about the location and the story. Okay. Let's talk about ghosts, baby. Let's, Let's talk, talk about, about you and me. me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You're uh, all right. So those tough enough to make it to the abandoned house claim to see the ghost of Tia Tonya pacing a large window Ooh. on the second floor of the house, which is assumed to be this window. Because this is the front of the house right oh, here. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. You can't fucking figure out where the entrance yeah, is. Yeah, I anything. was like, it's I thought bizarre. this could be the back, this could be the side. Like, the house looks like something I built on Sims. Mm-hmm. 100%. 100%. Um, and, like, didn't put a ladder or, like, a door or anything for them to get anywhere. Hachefois. Yeah, hachefois, hachefois. <laughs> um... So other people have claimed to see uh, the ghostly figure peeking out from windows on the ground floor, but I don't really see windows on the ground floor. At least say, in this photo. So not not in this photo. No, maybe just like in the entrance area. Yeah, like where else, the where like, the columns are. Yeah, where we assume is the main entrance. Um. So yeah, there's the ghostly figure first. Uh, people have also heard the disembodied sounds of children laughing. <sighs> the worst. Not I don't just laughing. Hear children's joy. Not just laughing. <laughs> Screaming. Also screaming. Oh fuck. Yeah. 
I was just gonna make a joke, but then it turned sinister. <laughs> yeah, it, it got really, it got really dark, really oppressive, really oh, fast. Oh, I don't like that. Um, other people have reported feelings of intense nausea and a thick, oppressive air when they cross a bridge that leads to the house. Maybe the nausea has to do with like the children being poisoned. Like that's the nausea oh, that they felt. That's I gross. Know. I don't like that. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about that yeah. when I did my notes. <laughs> Um, and many paranormal enthusiasts have also reported um, electrical disturbances on their cell phones. Interesting. As well I feel as like that's like a it. huge sign of paranormal activity. Yep, they're draining that shit because they want they want you to see them, baby. Yep. Um, and others have claimed to see uh, misty shadow figures Ooh. moving between the trees. Nor <laughs> moving between. No, the thank trees you. The forest. Um, but above all, the most common uh, reported sensation that people have felt um, is overwhelming that they're not alone in the woods, that they're being watched by something. As Perhaps, if it could get any worse than that. Exactly. Perhaps they're being watched by Tia Tonya or the spirits of the children yeah. watching with envy as people come and go. Because oh, the place that... they will never leave. Oh, my God. Bum, 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 bum. So upon finishing my research, mm. uh, I had only one question. What? Why couldn't my ex hike this fucking forest and get snatched up by these little ghost children instead of the Appalachian Trail? Happy Valentine's Day, y'all. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Before y'all come for me, I'm only half kidding. Mostly, I wonder if my cousins in Mexico yeah. would be down to explore the woods for me. Uh, because there's no fucking way my crispy bones and oh, my crutches God, no. are going in the goddamn woods. No. So that's that's wow. the story of Tia Tonya's house. Yeah. Tia horrifying that's like genuinely scary and I, I hate the fact that you don't know like which way because like you can't mm -hmm. you can't place blame on either side mm -mm. like the point is that there was like a death yeah. that occurred and now there's and now it's haunted there's bad energy so there's definitely the some kind of paranormal like entity haunting yes. this place absolutely interesting which also given how old the park is right like, just like how long people have been be inhabited anybody. that area that area it could be like spirits or entities from any fucking time that's period that's so crazy to think about like yeah that's fucking horrifying Ay -ay -ay. like conquistadors i'm like a little high so this is really spooking me out <laughs> <laughs> so yeah and i'm obviously gonna post a photo um, yes. on the on the this Instagram house page. is like cuckoo bananas it's it's yeah and you were like maybe we can look at the the stop the architecture styles but i can't make fucking right no it's literally this. like three different types of styles there's like, like weird tiny windows and then there's like really big floor-to-ceiling windows. windows it's like it's giving mexican winchester house 100 percent. <laughs> oh my gosh i think that's the the title of this episode. the mexican winchester, the mexican winchester house, winchester yes, house. Ab absolutely so, oh yeah. my gosh wow. what what do you think would be the like what manner of death do you think would cause the most like concentrated energy the poisoning or the throwing them off the cliff i think the poisoning or the beating to death i mean i feel like the poisoning just because that like keeps them there in that um specific area so like there's more concentrated like pain and suffering that mm -hmm. leads to such like negative energies mm -hmm. and like you know hauntings mm -hmm. um whereas like with the cliff like they could be anywhere out within the forest mm -hmm. i feel like not just the house mm -hmm. so yeah i don't know but at the same time like ugh, it's just such a fucked up story because regardless but okay here's the thing if people are seeing both her and the children what if they both died like in 
bad ways. Like, just because mm-hmm. one killed the other doesn't mean that the others didn't, like, die of starvation because they, they killed her, so they no longer had anybody to, like, take care of them. And Or what if they killed each other? Like... Oh, yeah, I never thought about yeah. that. What if they went, like, Lord of the Flies and just fucking... That's what like, I'm saying. Off everybody. Oh, that's scary. Yeah. Because, like... I don't know. That's just a fucked up story, regardless. It's a, Whichever way around you want to see it. It's a good one. And honestly, I'm a little disappointed that it's not more, like, talked about. So I when know. I when I saw this, I found it actually on, like, a... Um, this is how I start my research, you guys. I went on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And I was looking up haunted places in Mexico. Nice. And I, I went down Are you ever going to do... What is it? Island of the Dolls? Yes. Yeah. Of course. That okay. was actually my... That was kind of my second choice. Oh, okay, but that sorry. one, I figured I was like, it's so talked about. I want to give more time to it yeah, also. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And this one, I was like, let's do like a little obscure... Yeah. A little obscure something. Because, you know, that's one of the things I wanted to do with the 100%. podcast. Like, I wanted to talk about stories from Mexico and like try to give it my my spin yeah. and also highlight it for non-spanish speaking listeners yeah 100 percent. so i yeah I, it's so interesting like there's more to like creepy mexico than just like la llorona you know absolutely and it so often gets boiled down to that but i'm like no there's so much more creepy shit dude like so... there's there's the story of the lady this one was actually true this is a true crime story it happened sure. in the 80s uh, the woman that murdered her abusive husband and then uh, chopped him up and uh, fed him to people in tamales. Oh my god! That was a real fucking story. Are you this ha- serious? This happened in the eighties. Yeah, there's like a drum, like a dramatization about it mm-hmm. on this show called um, in Spanish it's Mujeres Asesinas, mm-hmm. but it's like in English it's like Killer Women, basically. Oh, okay. Um, and every episode they highlight like a notorious true crime case oh, wow. from Mexico, and that was one of them. Yeah, that shit really Interesting. happened. Is yeah. that on like ID? I want to say. It, you can probably find it on like VIX or like, mm. which is like a Spanish like streaming service. Mm, okay. um, I want to say you can watch it like free with ads though. Oh, really? And they are doing another season because they did three mm. seasons back in like the early 2000s right. and they're doing a fourth one really? think, coming this year. Oh, so I'm exciting. super fun. It's going it. to be really fun. It reminds me of like Snapped. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's it's, it's, it's kind of like that. Honestly, and I don't know what happened with our cable, but we don't fucking have uh, oxygen, oxygen anymore. So I can't watch Snap. And I can't find it online for some reason. You can watch it at my house. I Yay! Yay! So, yeah. All, All right. right. We're, we're cool. coming back now. Coming back. It's a lot of fun, but also a curse. Like me. That's so valid. <laughs> That's so valid. <laughs> Even Zach Bagans, honestly. Aww. Aww, ZB. Sponsor us. Please, please. Okay, so today I want to talk to you about a certain kind of conspiracy that legitimately drives me crazy because there are... So many of them left unsolved and therefore leaves room for conjecture, you know? Oh. Which ooh, is a good word. I like that. A missing person's case. <gasps> oh okay. Oh, these are good. These are good. These are good. So roughly six hundred thousand people in the US alone go missing every year. Six hundred thousand? Thousand, Nini. And four hundred or I'm sorry, four thousand four hundred unidentified bodies discovered every year as well. So only 4,000 out of those 600,000. That's not even like... Get, like, found. And even then, they're kind of found, undiscovered but they're... Or un- unidentified. Unidentified. Yeah. That's I horrifying. Know. It's scary. I... I can't even. And I can't it's wrap not, my brain it's not that. even a conspiracy in the sense it's like you can't prove it's no, it's a real thing. It just it it's unsolved. Therefore, it just leaves so much room for what ifs and what happened. And so yeah. Oh. Um in California alone, 
there are about 20,000 missing person cases. Jesus. And today I want to talk about one of them <gasps> that has haunted me ever since I heard it. Oh. So, this is the disappearance of Bryceless Pieces. <gasps> oh, I love this one. Oh my god. Okay, okay. Okay. I'm ready. So, I'm ready. I'm ready. Bryce was an only child. Oh. He was born on April 30th, 1994. Okay. Hi, Taurus King. Hi, Taurus King. Yes. Um, he was born to Karen and Michael Espisa in Springfield, Illinois. Oh, okay. So. Where the Simpsons are from. Cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Me didn't know that. <laughs> Just goes along with it. <laughs> I love that. So his friends and family report that Bryce was, um, easy going i mean obviously he's a taurus mm -hmm. he's a taurus man he's and chilling. that he demonstrated artistic talent very early on Aww. and he just kind of had like a a cool nature about him that made it very easy for him to make friends oh like a cute creative yeah Aww, sweet babe so in 2012 bryce graduated from napperville central high school just outside of chicago okay, okay. which is like what a year before our graduation yeah Holy so this shit. is like very close to home honestly oh so like if he's out there, he's around our age. Mm -hmm. Oh, yep. that makes it even worse. Yep. <laughs> so his parents had just recently retired. Okay. Go them. Yeah. And they decided to move to California, specifically Laguna Niguel. Ooh, yeah, bitch. they got money. And if you're not from California or if you're not familiar with Orange County, Laguna Niguel, Laguna Niguel is nice it's nice i yeah. said bitch. i said bitch that's nice i said this is your place is it laguna beach first and then laguna yeah I, I or? So. okay okay for sure for sure um very upper class vibes yeah yeah certainly i mean mm -hmm. they have to if they if that's where they chose to retire mm -hmm. in one of the most expensive states how do you in, go from springfield you know, illinois to laguna niguel california it's just the cost odd. of living babes babes <laughs> astronomical, astronomical. <laughs> oh shit like actually i mean good for them though but okay so this is weird right because soon after arriving bryce decides to move just north of chico which you know to triangulate his location is like 90 miles past sacramento okay okay um he was going to start his freshman year studying graphic and industrial design Ooh. at sierra college okay okay and i found this to be interesting because sierra college is a community college oh and most people don't literally drag up right when they move to go somewhere else brand new across the state like community college is usually to save money mm -hmm. to be closer to home to be closer to your family yeah. yeah to be closer to your family if you're not decided yet like yeah. on what you want to do whatever so i'm just like it's interesting because he knows what he wants to do he just decided to go to a community college across the state like after they had just moved there that's yeah. so a little odd and okay. like Laguna is nice, like we're saying. So, like, why didn't he want to stay? I'd want to stay. Like, there's obviously hella community colleges in Orange mm -hmm. County that are probably really nice. Really nice. So... And obviously his parents can afford it. Yeah. So, hmm. what's Interesting. the deal? Okay. So, I found multiple Reddit posts from people claiming to be a friend of Bryce's. Ooh, okay. um, who say that this drastic move was to get away from his parents. Oh. But we'll get into that later. Oh, okay. So his first year went smoothly, okay? Uh, he got good grades. He formed a really close relationship with his roommate, Sean Dixon. Okay. And he started dating fellow student, Kim Sly. Okay. Which, like, I love that name. That's a killer it's a name. It's a cute name. Kim Sly. That sounds like, um, like, it could be, like, uh, Foxy Brown. Mm. Like a movie title. Like yeah. Kim Sly. Kim Sly. And she's a spy. 
<laughs> can spy the spy. the spy. I love it. So when the school year ended, he went back to visit his parents just for the summer. Mm-hmm. And his parents say that nothing seemed wrong with Bryce. He was basically the same kid that they had sent off last year. Mm. So what changed? Uh, mm, some reason basically kind of freaks me out right so do you really know your son do you know your son at all like that that's weird okay yeah okay okay. so a lot changed Mm -hmm. apparently Mm -hmm. and very quickly his friends noticed subtle changes in his behavior he was becoming more withdrawn erratic depressed you know and his best friend sean reported that bryce had begun drinking hard liquor every day oh as much as two handles in a weekend (gasps) Now, I know a lot of people are probably thinking, he's a freshman in college, bro. Yeah. Like, he's going to drink. But not to mention, he was doing Vyvanse. What's Vyvanse? Vyvanse is kind of like an off-brand Adderall. Oh! So he was combining the both of these. An upper and a downer? An upper and a downer oh. almost every day. Yeah. Oh, that'll alter your brain chemistry for sure. So being an an off-brand Adderall, it has severe side effects, including psychosis, depression, and mania. So. Oh, my God. Bryce had confessed to his girlfriend, Kim, that he had taken the drug to stay up playing video games. Babe. All night with his friends. No. Yeah. That was, like, how he kind of got into it. I know. Crickets. Babes, they're called Red Bull. They're called Red Bull. (laughs) They're usually two for five at the gas station, just so you know. So, according to Sean and Kim, Bryce's use of Vyvanse became alarmingly frequent during the first two weeks of the fall semester. Damn! Mm-hmm. He went from zero to 100 real quick. Oh, my God. I know. And I find this alarming for a lot of reasons, right? Because if he's abusing Vyvanse and alcohol, it's safe to say that something happened. Yeah. You don't just start a bender for fun. No, like, yeah, where does the alcohol come in? Because if he was using the Vyvanse for staying up with his friends, mm-hmm. where does the where I does think the that was just general happen? partying. And maybe he, you know, could have easily induced psychosis. And a lot of people lean towards that, like, assumption just because of the way he started to behave, mm-hmm. which I'll get into. Okay, so before we, we go further, the thing that I'm confused about is if he was just using the Vyvanse to, like, stay up and game. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you continue using that when, like, you're drinking heavily? Like, or why are you using it, like, every day? I think a lot of people don't realize that those two are complete, like, are meant to, like, give you complete opposite reactions. And so they combine things. Like a vodka Red Bull. You are not supposed to drink a vodka Red Bull, Oh, my God. Um, It's just bad for you. You're not. The thing is, it does to your heart. Because you want the can. Do not mix with alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) But I feel like a lot of people just find themselves to be invincible when they start drinking and smoking and just messing around with drugs. And, like, I mean, how old was he at this point? Like, Like he's a sophomore? 19. Oh, my God. So he's probably, like, what, 21, 22? But, I mean, how were we at that age? Well, he was born, what, 1994? and this is 2013 oh yeah he was like 18 yeah oh shit oh man okay this so. is whew, it's gonna get real serious guys so it was his sophomore year mm-hmm. he just attended class mm-hmm. and everything was going well cool he calls his mom later that night to tell her basically how much he loved his classes and how he ex- like excited he was for the new semester okay um and as far as karen Laspisa was concerned the conversation had been perfectly normal Okay. okay. Bryce was active and delighted about the new semester, and it didn't seem like there was anything she needed to be worried about, right? Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, nah. his behavior with <laughs> those at school was extremely different oh, no. um, to the point where his best friend Sean called Bryce's mother <gasps> that same night to let her know that he was 
very worried about Sean or about Bryce's behaviors. Yeah. The same night that the everything night was perfectly that fine. That everything was perfectly <gasps> fine. Nothing seemed wrong. Yeah. He calls. Oh my God. So apparently earlier that day, Bryce had texted Sean an unusually heartfelt message oh. reading, I love you, bro. Seriously, you were the best person I've ever met. You saved my soul. Unquote. Then, leading up to that, he'd given Sean his Xbox and gave away a pair of diamond earrings given to him by his mother. Right? Oh, no. Now, we you might be know. thinking. That's a bad sign. Wait, these are all signs of suicide. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> and you're absolutely right, okay? Because according to crisissupport.org, in preparation for their death, some people give away pets, family heirlooms, and other important possessions to family and friends. Mm-hmm. So that's what it's giving. The, yeah, that's literally what it's giving. Yeah. It's giving, see you guys, I'm out. So it's reported that this night, starting like, because this is kind of like the, the starting point to um, every, like the incident in okay. its entirety. <laughs> the incident. The incident. Um, and at this point, it's reported that Bryce had been on a Vyvanse binge almost awake for 48 to 72 hours, <gasps> but it's not known. But it's absolutely like a given that he had been up for more than 24 hours at this point. Yeah. I think I've only been up for more than 24 hours like once in my life. I used to pull all-nighters with friends, but you crash the second it hits like 7 a.m. Like, yeah. You don't stay up all day. No. You become irritable. You become like discombobulated. Yeah, your head like, hurts, your stomach hurts, you start to get like, you start to feel it's like not nauseous. healthy. Yeah, because your body's like, please let me. So he had been it. up to almost. It's undetermined. 48 to 72 hours. So two to three days he had been up. Jesus Christ. I literally can't. I can't wrap my brain around that. Mm-hmm. That's insane. It's it's too much for oh me. Oh, my God. So on August 28th, 2013, Bryce was at Kim's home, his girlfriend, mm-hmm. assumed to have driven there to discuss the sudden breakup. Mm-hmm. And you're saying sudden breakup. Sudden, yeah, wait, what? <laughs> so apparently Bryce had texted Kim the night before saying, quote, you'd be better off without me. Unquote. Like the night that he texted Sean, that heartfelt message? Yes, that same night. So everything kind of happened within like the three days. Yeah, that's very much not giving a good sign. He came over to talk about the the breakup and Kim was concerned enough about his behavior that she had taken away the keys to his car. (gasps) Mm -hmm. Believing that he was in absolutely no condition to drive. Right? So Bryce calls his mom all upset, basically asking her like, Help can me. yeah help me like pick me up. no not even pick me up he's just like mom like i tried to break up with kim and she's not letting me go like she's just being so dramatic blah blah blah. and kim gets on the phone and she's like karen like i don't think he's okay to drive like he's acting weird he's acting erratic like he's not acting normal mm-hmm. i don't think it's safe mm-hmm. and karen oh no karen she, she believed bryce unfortunately oh and he was able to convince his mother to tell his girlfriend give him back the keys oh my god dude the way my stomach just like sunk i know so luckily karen was concerned about his behavior enough Uh to tell bryce that she would book a flight for the following day to come see him okay but he dismissed his mother worry oh he told her i have a lot to talk to you about before that Oh. Yeah. And he promised her that he would go home and get a good night's sleep. Mm. So. He didn't, right? Karen and her husband were woken up that next morning by a phone call. Oh, no. It wasn't. It Not wasn't. from Bryce. Was, oh. 
not from the police, but from their insurance company, who called to tell them that their Toyota Highlander required roadside assistance. Oh. That was the car that Bryce was driving. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's even more eerie somehow than if it was like the police or something. Yeah. That first it's like phone call. Roadside assistance. Like you're kind of confused at first. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's like, what what kind of roadside assistance mm-hmm. do you mean? Like, do you have a flat tire? Is the car like yep. blown over on the side of the road? So she immediately calls her son, mm-hmm. but Bryce doesn't pick up. Oh, fuck to me. no avail. She calls multiple times. And desperate for answers, Karen checks Bryce's bank account because he he wasn't working at the time. He was just going to school. Okay. And so they had like a shared bank uh, account. Okay, gotcha. Um, she checked the bank account to see if he had and like made any recent purchases, and luckily he had. So in a wee little town called Button Willow, <laughs> that is so cute. <laughs> I, I want to move there. I know. It, well, you don't want. <laughs> no. What do you want to hear? It's twenty six miles west of Bakersfield. Never mind. <laughs> There is nothing for anybody, any living soul in Bakersfield. I'll tell you that much. So, um, and that's roughly three hours away from their home in Laguna Niguel. Yeah, that's far. So, Bryce's car had run out of gas because he had driven through the night on God knows how many hours of sleep. Like, after he was like, yeah, I'm going to go home. I'm going to get a good night's sleep, mom. Like, you don't need to come out. Like, we'll talk tomorrow. So what changed? So Karen eventually got a hold of a sweet baby angel of a man, um, the owner of Castro Tire and Gas, who had delivered three gallons of gas to Bryce earlier that morning. Because remember, his car had run out. Yeah. So they were able to look up through his um, recent purchases, like Mm -hmm. Castro Tire and Gas. So they called Mm -hmm. him and kind of gave him the rundown. Mm -hmm. Um, Luckily, this man was like I said, a sweet baby angel, and he offered to go check on Bryce to see if he was still there, like, in the same spot. That is so kind, literally. I know. And obviously, like, there's nothing to do in this town because you are the owner of a place and you have the time to go and check on somebody. <laughs> on a complete stranger? <laughs> yeah. Who could probably not He's like, I got nothing better to do, it's why like, not? like, eh, why not? Why not? But, like, literally, like, what if... Unheard of. Bryce, Bryce's condition would not have been known if this man didn't step in and help. So That's horrifying. Right. So Christian goes to check and find Bryce. He does find Bryce, luckily. Okay. In the same spot that he had left him three hours earlier. Oh. So this call happened around noon and Christian delivered the gas to Bryce around 9 a.m. So literally three hours earlier. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um Three hours later, and Bryce is literally just chilling. Like, he's, like, sitting there. He's not on his phone. He's not, like, fidgeting. He's just kind of sitting there, like, staring ahead out at the road. So fucking creepy. So unsettling. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what to tell you. So, uh, Christian is like, hey, guy, like, call your parents. They're really worried (laughs) about you. (laughs) And Karen, when she gets a hold of him, is like, Bryce, what are you doing? Like, Please just come home. You're already on your way here. Like, just Keep get a, get a bite Put to the eat. Put the gas in there and do go. like get the gas that you need. Like, just come home. Um, Bryce reassures her that he'll be there soon, and this is roughly around three p.m. Okay. Or I'm sorry, he'll be there soon, roughly around three p.m. Because it's noon. Yeah, it's noon. Okay. Um, and they end the call. Okay, mm-hmm. so hours go by at this point, and three p.m. comes and goes. Hours go by, and 
nothing again like the mom is literally sitting there like waiting for her son she knows he's probably like on the precipice of like a mental breakdown or something yeah and nothing okay so they put in a missing persons report which like thank god right Mm -hmm. because tracking his cell phone data two officers were able to find him just a few miles from where he'd been seen so he literally like oh yeah christian bye thank you like i called my parents i'm gonna leave and then drives a few miles down the road and stops and does the same exact thing for another three hours. That is bizarre. Bizarre, dude. So the officers reported that he seemed lucid and friendly, showed no signs of intoxication, nor were there any drugs or alcohol found on his vehicle. Okay. So it's like... Because it's probably inside of him. But Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, he's probably been on this binge and if he doesn't have any in his system, like it's worn off. So this at this point, he's... It's the come down. It's the calm down, bro. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so just Jesus, if you've ever, Jesus. if you've ever experienced what we're talking about, you, you get the feeling. Um, it's just, yeah. So they get in they get him in contact with his mother Mm -hmm. at this point she's like at her wit's end she's like bryce literally what the fuck are you doing Mm -hmm. and he know not like (laughs) oh taurus men bro he nonchalantly is like oh like i'm just putting all my stuff back in the car like they searched my car and she's like i didn't mean literally i meant what are you doing like come home yeah and he's just like oh for sure what the fuck dude oh my god so she's begging him to get home at this point and he promises to be home soon and that he'll call her when he's near oh my gosh 2 a.m on august 30th bryce called his mother one last time to tell her that he was too tired to drive anymore and would pull off the road to sleep she agreed with this decision wait 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 wait. she just was like yeah pull off on the side of the the road road. like you have been Oh my gosh. I hate this so much. No, I, I I genuinely hate it. And, you know, she expected to see him in the morning. Maybe she just thought he was having a bad day. Maybe. I don't know what she was thinking because this is such a, like you said, bizarre situation. But mm. she, I mean, what was she going to do? I, I would expect my parents to come and get me at that point. Absolutely. It's been almost like 48 hours yeah. since he told you he was on his way. Yeah, like literally. Oh my God. So, it's just... Mm. It just, it really, it really freaks me out because this was the last time that she would ever speak to her son again. Oh. Uh, when the doorbell rang six hours later, it wasn't their son, the list pieces found at their doorstep, but a California highway patrol officer. Oh, Jesus. Bryce's car had been found aban- abandoned. Abandoned. <laughs> I sounded like Moira Rose. <laughs> abandoned. Abandoned. <laughs> near, and I'm going to butcher this name, Castaic Lake. Yeah, that's how you say it. Okay, okay yeah. cool. Um, the rear window had been shattered, and his phone, laptop, and wallet were all found inside, but there was no trace of there was no trace of Bryce. So Okay. What would you think of that? Like you just talked to your son a few hours ago, it's like bright and early, and you're like, oh, he's not home. And instead of him pulling into your driveway, it's the fucking police. He's literally dead. Yeah. Like there's there's no there's nothing else. Like you last talked to him and he said, I'm too tired to like mm-hmm. keep I would going. be a scared like... I would be a scared. Afraid and scared at the same time. <laughs> I would be a scared. Um God, I hate recording when I'm high. I get so giggly. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good thing you have a nice laugh. Oh man, so. thank you. Um so what's it called? I would be afraid for him just to pull off the road and sleep. Like, where the fuck are you? Yeah. If you're still in like 
north of Bakersfield. That's what I was wondering. Like, so she just told she when he was like, "I'm pulling off on the side of the road to sleep." She didn't ask like, well, "Where wait, are like, you?" Or get a hotel. Is there a hotel nearby? Was there, there... like track like location tracking like through friends in 2013? At I can't remember. Time. Wasn't well, that like the era of like iPhone four and stuff? Yeah, see, I don't think. I mean, I'm not an iPhone user, but right. I don't think that like Find My iPhone or anything like that I don't came think that. out for another couple of years. Yeah, that perhaps. makes sense. Oh Jesus, Louisus! Surveillance footage showed that at two fifteen a.m. he turned onto an access road rather than pulling off for a roadside nap. Divers dredged Castaic Lake and found absolutely no traces of him, but police dogs tracked his scent across a bridge to a nearby truck stop where the trail went cold. <gasps> Ooh, that changes things. Mm-hmm. So after a thorough investigation of the crash, the police noticed that the tire tracks showed the accelerator was pressed on with force instead of the brakes, <gasps> which they assume Bryce intentionally caused this crash. Oh. Yeah. They also noticed that the rear window was kicked out from the inside, which meant that Bryce exited through the back of the car rather than like... because. I had said earlier, like, the the back was, like, blown uh-huh, out. out. But, like, it could have... If you had looked at it just from a, you know, layman's person's point of view, um, it just looks like, oh, he was in a car crash. Like, obviously, like, the window Yeah, broken. you know, from the force of the... the exactly. Car. But they were able to discover that he kicked it. So oh, he geez. was escaping. And they also noticed a duffel bag, which had been opened, and whatever w- was inside, the contents were taken out. Oh. So what did Bryce have in that duffel bag that he didn't want anyone to see? Yeah. So that's where the investigation ends. No. What? That's <laughs> that, that was I it. mean, there was a body found a few years after that, but it was proven to not be Bryce. Oh my God. Yeah. What like the there, it, it literally goes cold. At the truck stop. Mm-hmm. So a lot of conjecture is that Bryce was doing drugs, but what if he was dealing as well? <gasps> And he was, like, waiting in certain spots. What if he was supposed to meet with somebody? Mm-hmm. Or he was running from somebody. Running from someone, like, supposed to meet them. Deciding to, like, I don't know what to do. I don't want to sell drugs anymore. Like, I gotta go. I'm gonna go home. Like, uh-huh. get out I'm of town. Go home and then panics on the on the way home. And instead is just, like, fuck it. We're, we're taking this and we're taking it to a truck stop. Mm-hmm. And we're selling it to somebody else. Or selling we're to getting, somebody else. Getting picked up. Or we're murdered. That was the other thing. I was gonna say what if it was like he was picked up by somebody and then murdered or was it a psychotic break but then where did he go so so somebody willingly let a a psychotic person like into their like semi and well and that's what i find interesting is because like usually okay i've been manic i'm bipolar like i've been manic and like a lot of people don't know that i'm manic at the time so a lot of people try to kind of put it on the police as like well, you said that he was lucid and friendly and stuff. And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, like people know how to. That's how mania mm-hmm. works. It's like a very, Switched not on. normal occurrence, but like a normal thing to happen to that person. So it's not like anything's different. Yeah. It's just a heightened state of mm-hmm. like. Because they're not pretending to be mm-hmm. like altered. They are. They all actually altered. altered. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know. It's just like literally this story gives me chills. It, I don't know what happened to him, and I feel so bad for the parents, but a lot of people blame the parents for not dropping everything and going to get him the second time around when they had to make a missing persons report. Well, the thing that I was going to say, the thing that really gets me is, like, you know, my, my parents know my friends. Right. But, like, in the in, in an, if an instance happened where I was with a friend, and that friend was like, hey, 
your daughter is like not good right Mm -hmm. now like that they would trust that person right because like i trust that person exactly so it's like they wouldn't believe me and be like, oh, she sounds fine to drive. And that's such a strange thing to lie about. Oh, he's not in a like a good state of mind. Like, why would you lie about that to a mom? Like, for yeah. what reason? When And the fact is, it wasn't just the one person. It wasn't exactly. just his best friend. It was his it girlfriend, was his girlfriend too. as well. And it happened, like, within, like, the same 24 hours. So, yeah. like... People that have clearly been around him for longer than the parents have, have. Yeah. Especially more recently. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, the, these people know him more than probably his parents do at this yeah. point. So they and they're like, oh, we never saw him drink or smoke or anything. It's like, well, duh, he's what eighteen, nineteen. Yeah, like, you're he's his not parent. gonna drink and smoke in front of you. He's not gonna pop by vans in front of you. Bitch. Yeah, and drink a fucking fifth of vodka mm-hmm. like in front of your face. I don't. That I that know. is really bizarre, especially the fact that like for some reason it bothers me that they didn't go because it's like you guys are retired. Yeah, like what else you are have, you doing? You have no time constraints realistically, yeah. like to go and look for your son. So why didn't you? I don't know. It's so fucking weird. That's literally bizarre. I know. I, I hate the story. Like, and um, let me. There is still a missing persons case, like open for Bryce. So if you see him or have any details about the case, please make sure to call. I think it's Laguna Niguel Police Department. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh man, that's. But, yeah. Oh my gosh! It's like so much. So many things could have. So many. Things so many things could have happened. So yeah, that's wow. Bryce Pizza. Pizza. I just hate missing persons cases because they are so unsettling and so depressing. They're so truly. unsettling. They're so depressing, and then like it gives you that eerie feeling whenever you drive mm-hmm. past like a really empty area yep. or like a wooded area like you know yes. there's a there's a certain area on the highway if you're driving towards like Casa de la... yeah Get like on, yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly there's like you know that area when you're driving towards like riverside yes where it's like very hilly mm-hmm. and, and stuff and yeah. they call it like the badlands yes, like exactly. that's like like i look Ooh, at those places tumbleweed exactly i look at those places and i'm like no literally there yeah. could be any number of fucking mm-hmm. remains here yeah exactly that are completely unidentified that's me out. And only 4,400 of them will be discovered this year. Will be discovered and not identified. That's, I feel like that's the... Such a fucking bummer of That's the really, here. like, worst, the worst part of it is, like, that there's people, there's, like, 4,000 families out there, like, There's 600,000 There's 600,000 families out there still. And then, but then in that group, there's 4,000 people that are, like, this could be my this loved one. This could be one. my loved one. Oh, like, that's, that's so devastating. Literally horrifying. I wonder what happened to his friend Sean and his, know, his girlfriend. And his girlfriend. Like, I bet they're haunted this. by that. Yeah. They did what they could. Yeah. They they did what like any like rational person rational would. friend would do for somebody that they cared about and loved and was like, Yeah, let me call your parents. Like you know that things are serious or when bad. you call yeah, your friend's bottom. parents, dude. That's that's the thing. From personal experience, yes. From personal experience, <laughs> dude, we know shit has hit the fan when you gotta call the parents. I feel like we've only been there a couple times, but yeah. every time we have been, it's fucking horrifying. It's bad. It's even worse than the last time. <laughs> it's like, hey. That reminds me of Vegas. Bro, why was I literally <laughs> When Bailey's poor mother called called me at like five in the morning because Bailey's phone said we were at the airport, but that was just because our, our hotel room was really close to the airport. <laughs> She was so terrified. She, was like, at the airport. I was she like, said, "You guys were answering. It's five a.m. I've been watching your location all night. I'm so scared. Where are you?" I was like, "Ah, we're indisposed right now." Oh, yeah. she, but you said, Bailey's dead. 
I'm like, I just had to drag your daughter's carcass up the goddamn elevator and into our room. Oh, but God. you know what? I kept you safe. You did. From that weird fucking guy that was like, oh, do you guys need any help? And I was like, no, no fuck we're you. Good, thank you. I got this. Me projectile vomiting in the lobby. And... No, it wasn't even that. It was just you laying on the floor in the hallway. Bro. Like, by our room. <laughs> and this random guy was like, let me help. I was like, no. Like, Bailey, get the fuck up off the floor. Like, I said, okay. Oh, goddamn bitch, get up off the floor right now. And you did, yeah. I did. And yeah. you did. Because I knew when I was like, oh no. Yeah. You could be drunk as fuck and you see a strange man approach you and you're sober. Yeah. Sober. It's like a like a dry sponge. Just <laughs> completely sober. <laughs> oh Jesus. Well, what right. do you think? What do you think happened to Bryce? Honestly, I think he had a psychotic break and because not not necessarily that he was, you know in bad like mental health conditions but just because like the drugs and alcohol must have made him spiral especially if he was on the come down like yeah. we were discussing like i just think he just lost it a lot of people say that he committed suicide but then you know people turn to he didn't have any weapons on him like what would he have done they dredged the lake like i mean unless you can i mean you can't die from like sleep deprivation yeah that's so. true i gotta pee really quick okay all right well guys we'll wrap it up that's that and that's that on that this moscow mule <laughs> went right through me we took um, you guys to Mexico. We took you to Mexico. We took you to Cascade Lake. Yeah. We, we took, took you to... What was it? Um, oh my gosh. What was the name of the town? Button Willow. Button Willow. Button Willow. And Bakersfield. And even. Bakersfield. Jesus. And Laguna Niguel. And Laguna Niguel. It's a beautiful place. Laguna Beach is my favorite beach. It's a gorgeous beach. But the goddamn place. road to get there. Oh, the, the hills, worst. bro. The hills. <clears throat> the weekend intro, please. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, make sure to follow us on Instagram, on a grassy knoll, Twitter, O-A-G-K podcast. podcast. And email us at oagkredux, R-E-D-U-X, at gmail.com if yeah. you want to give us some suggestions, if you want to send a listener story, like, If you whatever. had any paranormal happenings happen in your home. Yes. Contact us. We want to hear it. We're not going to help you solve it. We're not we, investigators. But we are going to. We're paranormal explorers. We're paranormal <laughs> explorers. Yes, baby. There's no investigating happening here, really. But, oh, you know. fuck. All right. Bye, guys. Love you. Bye.